welcome to Callout Culture with your hosts, Alaska, Kelly Castro, and Zilaraka. Today's episode, we need to talk about Kanye West, aka the Kanye Conundrum. Well, 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 here we are. Call Out Culture, your favorite um, podcast about topical items, um, where we discover each other's like latent heated baseball rivalries with each other over the phone. Um, Indeed. Also- is, it, is it lazy? Is it lazy to call us your favorite podcast, favorite podcast? I feel like people are using that. They probably are. This is your least favorite podcast in in a oh, world like where, where there, there there don't need to be any more podcasts. We were like, you know what, the world doesn't need another podcast, and yet here, here we, we are. here we are. Call out culture. B-O-C. I think B-O-C. I think we're going to be the podcast that everybody's like. You should hear their early one. <laughs> oh yeah, like, the first three years, man, they were on it. Yeah. It just decays. It just gets worse and worse. Yeah, yeah all right. Guys I'm, really, I'm looking forward to that. Onto it. I'm looking. Forward. I'm, That's I'm, like Howard Stern, right? Looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. Like Howard Stern. Like Howard Stern. Yeah, I'm, I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool or, with or that. Or like, like today's like subject of Kanye decline. West. There it yes. is. Ding dong. I miss old Kanye. Yeah, so that's uh, that, that's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm South Philly's favorite bourbon general. I am Zillaraka. Um, call me Stevie Z. You can call me friggin' never call um, me that. Vodka Ayahuasca the seventh. That's my wow. future name. Wow. That's my future mo- moniker. My ears. My yeah, ears I had to go Father that. John Misty Hump. The third. You know what I mean? That's me. Introduce yourselves, fellas. Get busy with it. Oh, yo, my name is uh, Curly Castro. I got CDs for sale. That's all I'm really talking about right now. CDs for sale. I got CDs for sale. What are you, Percy uh, P on here? Call, call me 1-800-CDs <laughs> for sale. All right. My, uh, my Instagram is CDs for sale. And my um, Twitter is at CDs for sale. You forgot to say, yo, you like hip hop? Yo, you like hip hop? <laughs> You like no, no way. <laughs> no, what I was going so, to say. Um, so what? No, my my AKA is. When did you first fall in love with hip hop? I'm Curly <laughs> Castro. <laughs> For me, oh, it was Nas's <laughs> ill man. It's perfect. <laughs> I was standing by the locker. And somebody slid me the purple tape. I didn't think it was purple. It looked red to me. <laughs> You know what makes me sick about that? No one ever says, like, you know what made me fall in love with hip-hop? MC Hammer. Oh, like something awful? Yeah, like something oh, like that. It's gotta be but you know how many people actually that was the Right, case? exactly. It Most wasn't like, yeah, man, Big Daddy Kane. You that, know, yo, OG rap. Lie. Nah, man, it was, it was MC Hammer. Truth. You're right, man. They fudge the truth and bring up some golden era motherfucker when yeah. really they like, like, fat boys first. Or like, yeah, like Young MC. I young MC. I, I like Young MC. You know, I love Heavy D. So if anybody told me they got into hip-hop strictly off him, I could definitely see that shit. I'm just saying, that. like, people aren't honest, like, you know. Illmatic right, was, the, that's, was that's the, the sound of poetry in my life. I was 14 on the train. Before we get, nah, bro. Before we get, before we get nah, you to right. Kanye Center. And, um, Yo, stop, and, stop. Uh, who, who's who's, yeah, who's, 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 who's who got the, the, the cheers? Yo, bro, put the mute button on. <laughs> Sorry, put the mute button on. I had a big liquor drink. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be able to edit all of that out because I download the tracks individually, so that won't even be on the thing. Oh, Yo, it's right, like right. you're working in Prohibition, 1930s <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's only smashing bottles. You're getting raided or something. Like, what's up? Uh, my name is Alaska. I run a speakeasy. I don't. Yeah, my don't. Home. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 
spent oh, my no. entire day ripping apart my kid's bedroom. Oh, nice, man. What, because you, I'm you on re- vacation, and that's what I'm doing on vacation. Yeah, it's uh, her birthday Christmas present. We're sort of redoing her space. Nice. Uh, so, like, wallpaper and new beds? No, nah, just like, I mean, I mean, right now it's just going through years of, of shit and deciding what stays and what goes. And Oh, Z, didn't oh. you just do that? Marie Kondo, yep. Throughout Toy. 75 comic books, I gave away uh, throughout 50 CDs. Jack Toy. So great. How many times Jack, Jack my, my Toy son's toys. Toys. Yeah, I do that with him. Yeah, all constantly. Yeah, I, I, I went through fantastic. nine garbage bags today. Oof. Nine, like, oh, you did giant leaf-sized garbage bags. And then there's still, oh. like, it's just ridiculous right now. I'm, like, in the process oh, of pulling out a shelving unit. That's the uh, American dream, the purge. You're, yeah, you're I purging. love it. It's my favorite. Purging. I need to get involved with some of that. I I do the opposite too much. I hoard. I am a I'm a known hoarder. You are. I'm trying to break the cycle. I'm a known hoarder. <laughs> I have all four seasons of Sliders on DVD. I have every volume of Why is the Last Man. I That's a good have, I gave you mine. I gave you mine. I think. Yep. To finish my collection, I also have the Heroes graphic novel collection. That's two volumes. Wow. Yo, jump wow. off a cliff, bro. Come on, man. No, not jumping off no cliff. That was a great show. <laughs> okay? And you need to leave for me like alone. For like nine episodes. Would y'all <sighs> stop it right now? For two and a half seasons, it was excellent two. TV. Two mm. and a half. It went four. It went four, all right? That's a little right. They get a lot of credit the, for the first season. The, the, right, two and a half. the writers. So the first season was the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity. And then the rest no. of those episodes brought it down to great TV. The first they season so was good TV. The second season was great TV because that's when they were really getting into it. Yeah, then but, the writers but, but, strike happened. The writers oh, strike oh, happened. That's why they and then, and then we shortened we shortened the second season. And then we had a super long third season that ended up having three plot lines in it. And then the fourth right, season no was ever, Carnival. No one should ever talk about this show, much less on a podcast. Much Come less on. It's a, so I let, really invested just... a lot of my life essence into the into heroes. Wow. Like, and and, and then they <laughs> Yo, look, look, how, last, look how great your life has been last, because it it's specifically that show. It rebooted, and I watched that one, and that was awful. The reboot wow. was awful. It was bad. Shocker. The only thing I know about the reboot is they had uh, Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left on it. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. It, 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 now, mind you, it started off admirably, and we'll get off the topic real quick. It started off admirably. It started with like an online campaign, like webisodes. So I was in the webisodes. <sighs> this is, the, this is why the off. internet is worthless. Webisodes, those are great things. See, all right, The Walking Dead did the uh, the red handle webisode about the machete, the, uh, the machete and what it went through all those years. That stuff is great TV. I don't care what y'all say. Anyway, was it about Danny Trejo? If it wasn't, I don't want to hear about it. The, uh, the one webisode, the machete reference. Uh, oh, yes, machete, it. machete. It was about this machete that had a red handle that went through all this stuff through the Walking Dead timeline, and they followed the machete. This is, re- this is really cool. Um. Anyway, so let's let's talk about what we were supposed to be talking about. Not not the worst, not not the worst superhero show of all time, uh, from thirteen years ago. Um. Okay. So here's the interesting thing that I saw recently on the internet. Where else would you see it? Because when none of us watched the news. Um. So uh, Coachella happened. And I, and this year I missed it, thankfully, um, because every single person I know from L.A. is tweeting about it nonstop. Um, and so apparently Kanye did began his or is it, it may, maybe like he's in like phase two of his redemption tour from the MAGA disaster, the Candace Owens backing 
you know, telling Trump he's he's Superman and his dad Trump is a stand-in for his father. Uh, truly, probably the uh, ha, has there been a worse moment for a rapper in the last decade that wasn't involving like a pedophile or mean, something. The funny thing about this is Kanye himself has had moments that we might be able to compare to this one as the worst. Like he he has his own barometer for like worst thing. You know what I'm saying? So this this goes on the list to me. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some of it seems surprising, but then sometimes you're like, you know what? I'm not surprised. This is kind of A1 behavior for him. The abnormality becomes the A1. And that's where we're at now. Yeah, that's good. So and so in the midst of him, you know, being canceled and, uh, you know, him keep putting a foot in his mouth, which he's done, you know, for 15 years or so. And uh, his wife, you know, shutting him down because she's, he's messing up their money. He then did a Coachella, Coachella set and like a whole series of videos before that. I think they're called like Sunday Service, where he has like he wears like like a size twelve X Gildan T shirt, and he's like on a grassy hill, like doing songs. <laughs> with like wait, 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 wait! Describe <laughs> it correctly. He's he's he triggers he's triggering the sampler. I watched it a number of times. All he's doing is replaying the sample and just press it. Everybody's like, "Oh, like he's about to drop it," but he's really just praying. Isn't he just? Y'all tell me, y'all work with Pat? Isn't he just hitting the sample over and over again, just restarting it? Yeah, he's just triggering. Yeah, he's just using the. He's doing the most basic thing on an MPC. Like, like you're, you're like, he's like, he's like flipping like the how-to instruction guide. Like, he's just like. Like the most basic there, there, thing. There, like when I'm playing with a sampler, just keep hitting it, keep starting. That's, that's what he's it's, doing. It's like the equivalent the of like part. when you're like at a house party and like drunk white people start rapping and they just do like the one yeah. syllable like run DMC flow. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yo, my name is Kerry. I'm here to say I drink Budweiser every single day. Like that. that's – he's doing the pro- yeah. producer version of that. And people exactly. are like, whoa. Oh, man. This guy's a talented artist. So anyway, so he's been doing this – He's been doing this redemption tour where he's all about the church and a gospel church and a choir and DMX is saying a prayer. It's <laughs> just a rapper. <laughs> and I don't know. It seems I would like it's going to end up like Jonestown to me. On the, the <laughs> hilarious redemption. Maybe you guys think it's good. Honestly, that's know. where this is going. It's, it's either going there um, or it's I'll going to like full that on. Um, what's that dude's name? Not Haley Joe Osmond, but the... Um, the preacher dude that does the, <laughs> Stop saying the, the prosperity play gospel with people wearing purple. No, Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's gonna be the rap version of Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were gonna say Kirk Cameron with his uh, Christmas movie. Um, I mean, it's, it's corny. It's like basically a bunch of hanger-ons and sycophants hanging out in a field. Basically. So I, I, I was starting to think like, so we've been playing with bands recently, and I have a, I have a deep history with bands with my music career. And I was wondering, just as, I'm like, is he paying all of those people? Like, is, are people getting a stipend? Probably. Even the people just kind of there, or like the, the musicians and the singers? They gotta pay, you gotta pay people to be out there in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're gonna be paying them. So if he's, pay, so he's paying bucks. them, right? So where's the revenue? Because I don't care what spiritual journey you're on or how much money you had. Where's the revenue? Other than this Coachella performance, was he charging other people to see this thing? Or is he charging 
uh, well, outlet. You know where the revenue is? Let's get to that. Him charging. Yeah. He was taking tithings. tithings. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> no, you no, I don't know. Oh, shit. He, he, was, he was charging $50 for big tube socks that said church socks and Jesus saves. What? And then he, yeah, and then he was oh, charging um, $120 for like diarrhea stained sweatshirts that said like Sunday service. I don't know. They all said like Jesus loves or like. Open your heart. It's I like Christian rap. I thought you were totally joking. I thought you were totally joking when you texted us. I thought you were joking. I'm dead serious, bro. I really thought you were joking in the pre-production because I was like, this all right, is so real. What, I was like, so what end is this thing? Is he charging like the uh the press, you know, money to film, and he's, he's selling tube stocks. So look, fifty dollar tube stocks, and then a hundred twenty dollar. So look, let's get into this. Sweats. So he says he's a fashionista just because he says it. His material doesn't prove that. I don't like the sneakers. That's the whole personal thing. I don't like. I mean, I totally dis- I disagree with you on this totally, completely. Okay, okay. So I, he, he claims to be this trendsetter because he's, you know, he's doing this this fashion angle or whatever. But to me, I see laziness. I see, I see a style in terms of stress, the things he does to these items. But I don't see any design acumen. I don't see him hiring people to make some fly ass shit. That's just me. So I think he's trying to sell. A mentality. You wear this stuff, you're like me. You're in uh, okay. a secret society of me if you wear this stuff. That being the case, and this is where capitalism comes in, how the fuck you overcharging for this stuff? Because you're making this it is... exclusive when, you, when, when this whole preaching thing is not supposed to be exclusive. It's supposed to be all inclusive. Everybody come on down. But you got to pay $500 for these these dirty sweatpants. <laughs> that is capitalism. I, it's I, great. I, I've had people were buying it for a long time. Yeah. What did that ghost said? Reverend is a pimp. You could tell by the ice. Yep. Deacon is a pimp. Tell by his eyes. So, oh, do yeah. you think people are just using this as a musical release, like a Sunday release, or are these people really? Well, this is what I'm wondering. So what I'm saying is, do you think that's what I'm wondering? Do you think it's just the complete role reversal, course corrective move? Because remember how Life of Pablo, he kept saying this is my gospel album, and then the second song is about a, a, a model's bleached asshole, <laughs> and uh, many songs about like anal. See, that's what, that's what that's the point I'm trying to make. Because he declares it as such, then that makes the gospel, you know, the the, the the term, the globalism. But that's not true. So you're saying this is Sunday service, so I'm supposed to think it's religious. Why? Because you said it. So. You're not even. Yeah, but doing then he had DMX gospel. say a prayer. Yeah, but he's not doing gospel songs because the other the, the other one he did a Jay Z instrumental, not no beat that he didn't even do. He did something on four forty four, and I'm like, what are we doing? I don't know. I, I thought it was a performance piece at first, because that's what it seemed like. He dyed his hair purple. He's wearing dingy purple stuff, but it's just mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It seems corny to get right, it. Well, he 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 has. It's just his next thing. Yes, his next thing uh, is dirty, dirty woodsman preacher man. Yeah, he's like Bon Iver rap. Because it's like that seven song thing didn't work. Like, I think he wanted that to work and it didn't really kick off. Like, nobody really even. I mean, the Push the T one did. We got three good records. That we was got the one best good thing record out of it. and two good records out of it. Kid C Ghost is the. Oh, I rock with Kid C Ghost. That's I like one, that a lot. And the Push the T, that's push two it. good records. And then one and then good we, record. We all, we all like parts of the Nas joint. That's the other good record. That's not the good, like I the mean, other two good. That's just this old good. That's what I meant. Yeah. So I mean, three out like, of five. They messed up the Tiana Trump release. That shit was whack. And no, his album was whack. His is terrible. Which album? 
Deanna Taylor. Deanna Taylor. Who the hell is that? Some R&B singer or something. Yeah, she said she's uh, Amon Shumpert's wife. Who? Amon Shumpert, former Nick. Oh, Amon Shumpert. I thought you said uh, Ronald Shepard. I was like, who the hell is Ronald (laughs) Shepard? He's the the quarterback for the Chiefs, man. Come on. (laughs) On the the line. It got traded to the line. got traded to the line. Yeah, well, I just think the interesting thing is fascinating. Well, I think the fascinating thing about his redirection is, yeah, who in the crowd is like really being like, man, this is, he's really changed his life around. But hasn't every Kanye record been his comeback record? Like, I feel like we've been waiting for the comeback record for like nine records. He now. pitches them like that, Alaska. He definitely comes across Yeah, like, like it's that. always like. This is my new rebirth or my resurrection, like, but I'm different this time around. So. All right, well, let's, let's get this But he's always corny. He who's, just gets more and more corny every time. Who's an admitted Kanye fan on the pod? Who's, an, who's a Kanye fan? I was. I was huge. You were huge. Loved, I loved. You were huge. Formerly. Yeah, I, I, I was um, I was. He lost fence. me at 808 to Harper. I was oh, on the fence. I love it, Al. I was on the fence. I really love Graduation. That's my favorite project of his. Mm-hmm. But I always was on the fence because I felt like he was like he was rhyming, but a little tongue-in-cheek. Like, yeah, I could do this. I'm kind of clever at it, but I'm not going to go too hard with it. And um. And then 808s, I thought, he, you know, before I realized what was going on with his mom and all that stuff, just to be honest, I thought he was trying to outsmart him or some shit. And I was like, oh, I'm good there. And then the arrogance and the obnoxious stuff came later. So, Well, I was always there. Yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, like, well, I, was there from I, have a, I have a Kanye theory, Okay, if y'all are interested. I'm, I would love it. to hear this. Well, here we go. So, Buckle up. Kanye is like the Mike Tyson of rap. In that, when he's off his meds, he's Mike Tyson had <laughs> Mike Tyson had Customato, right? He had Customato yep. guiding his career, yep, he was doing well. keeping him, you know, basically being his his true north, like the person yep. that helped keep him right, right and on the right path. When Cuss died, he went off the fucking rails. Mm-hmm. But he also got picked up by a Con- vulture, like Don King swooped, swooped right in. Yeah. I just want to say, okay, yeah. but you're yeah. right. Yeah, After sure. Cuss, he was like a lord. But Kanye right. had his mom. Yes, good point. And his mom was able and to his keep girl. him alive. And, and his fiance. His, his, but, she but was a normal I, person. Yeah, she was like a regular you, chick. But I'll give you a parallel. She wasn't yeah. the Nas, Nas lost his mom pretty publicly and got attacked. And he went her. crazy. He, and he, but he didn't go this crazy. I'm yeah, just saying, he, right? He, he kind of did. He kind of did. Okay. Not, not on okay. the Kanye that's, level. That's, that's, no, but, but that was, that was when he was starting beef with everybody. He was starting beef with Nori and Prada. But I felt because he, he got attacked Jay. and it was the wrong time. Jay did that thing to him and it was just the wrong time. He was so raw and sensitive. But not to distract it. Okay, um, continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, not, yeah. not as wild as I mean, this, that's pretty but... much it. Like, basically, they, they both their, were people that... Lost their confidence. Had, ...had incredible talent, but needed somebody to guide them. Mm. And when they lost that person that was their sort of guidance system, they didn't know what well, to that, do with Well, that's themselves. what Lil Rel said I mean, on... Uh... Kanye, Kanye's been having a public breakdown since... Yeah. Do we, do we, do we put Ron Fence... 2008? Do we put Ron Fence in that anchor category? Like, do we think that the... Probably. Ryan Pence was yeah. keeping him a little. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but he I said think that. he also Lil started smelling his own shit. Like, he, he really, he's one of those people, like, that that phrase really applies. You really start smelling your own shit. So you yeah, start but, but thinking but his, that your music is his mother than, taught him that. His mother taught him that. But your ear is off. Your ear is off if you think your shit is great and you don't strive for greatness anymore. When you think, oh, this is great because I did well, But I think he does. No, he does strive for greatness because he makes 87 versions of every single song they record. Yeah. So he does strive for it. It's just he's totally fucking crazy. And he, I think he also does a lot of cocaine. You think you see a lot of cocaine, but he's gained a lot of weight. Maybe not anymore, but there was definitely a period where he was doing a lot of cocaine. Well, he said the opioids, so we—I don't know if that could have been Adderall. 
or popping perks or whatever the fuck. But I think, I guess what I would say is most musicians, I'm not being idiotic, but I'm not naive, excuse me. But I think they, like, I'm, I'm with you on that, Alaska. Most musicians take a drug to keep you up. Right, you know what I'm saying? So if they mm-hmm. want to be workaholics or whatever, so it's Adderall, any speed, any uppers, cocaine, and, and speed balls and all the like. So definitely that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He did gain weight. But yeah, it's, uh, I think there's also the addiction of the paparazzi. That was a big shock to his system. He had gotten coverage, but not like that. When Like, this is a different level with the Kardashians. It's totally different than him, you know. Yeah, but you know what you're getting into with that. You're you're about to get with the most famous friggin' chick. Right. That's what I said. But maybe he didn't grasp that at that Uh, time. I think you have to. If he was being distracted by his own self. If he was, you know what Mm. I'm saying? If he's in it. Yeah. He also seems to have serious, like, not, maybe not serious, but he does seem to have some mental health issues. Like, 100,000% accurate. You know, and so and he, he was probably around the age where mental health issues start, start making appearances mm-hmm. when he started going off the rails. Like all that stuff kind of was a perfect storm. And I also, so then, so right, I so also then, want people to yeah. say that look, fame and popularity it does shit to people. It, I got bring it up. It makes Martin yes. run around in four sweatsuits trying to lose weight for a role, but going crazy. It really has an affect. It's not just you know saying parties and cocaine. Like it really affects people, and I think sometimes in a bad way and just so happens they're public figures, so we get a good eyes view on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get to see it out in the flesh. Um, well, it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to watch yeah. someone just going completely insane. But we, we also tend to fixate on the ones that melt down versus right. the ones that, that are chill. Uh, chill. We don't even pay them no mind. You know what I mean? Yep. And there's there's way more that are chill than the ones that melt down. I mean, right. look, it's way more enjoyable for me to see Ja Rule break down than to see, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know, Khaled drop a new song. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you know, yeah. that, that's what's alluring about the whole, you know, tabloid culture and shit like that. But mm-hmm. to, but to seem like he's the orchestrator of, you know what I'm saying? Because, look, you control your mm-hmm. media. He gives those interviews. He says those things out of his mouth. I've never mm-hmm. seen him be misconstrued. I've seen him leading the the, uh, the gal, you know, the, the pageantry about I'm going to say something wild and well, crazy. He, and I, and well, well, what I've been saying for yeah. years is he he's the first artist I've ever seen who within five seconds will say something unbelievably ridiculously fucking stupid and then something actually quite profound like back to back he has well, that the great, then, he then has that yourself. Put, put yourself in uh, I'm, you're talking to Poindexter now and now you're talking to Suave I mean separate your damn personalities I don't care wear glass be Humpty Hump do something like that I'd rather that <laughs> I'd rather you deal with your, your multiple disorders by doing Humpty Hump or something like that but this like when he when he went off on, on Sway that was really that was the death knell for me Cause I'm like, yo, this guy, like, you're talking to him like he's some punk in the straight. Like when Sway was bringing up that he had fashion, he he had dived into the fashion game. He was dissing him. I, I didn't like that at all. And then I, 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 well, Kanye also has a. Sorry, go ahead. No, but I'm, I'm just saying that off. that just that really soured me. That that in that exchange that soured me a lot because I felt yeah. like you're spitting on people that was right with you not that many years ago. You know what I'm saying? When you were a low low level, so don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. No, but he also didn't like his reaction when he hears somebody speaking truth to him that he doesn't want to hear is to speak louder. Yes, right. Yes. So mm-hmm. you know how people say like um, Trump is like a dumb person's version of a smart person, mm-hmm. yeah, a weak person's I'm version a of a strong man, person, yeah, a, broke, a poor yeah. person's version of a rich person. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with Kanye because Kanye, like, he's a shallow person's version of a deep person. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> that's a great description. Great. But I mean, you like, know what I'm saying? So, like, he thinks he can yell, and because he's yelling, 
And he says it with a lot of passion. He's winning the argument. Right. But, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not a brilliant person. He's a brilliant musician at times. Well, mo- uh, most musicians last, are totally ridiculous. What's the last Kanye song you yeah. like, Z? <clears throat> the last um, one you Wolves. Love Wolves, wolves? off pot. Love, um, love that song. Alaska. What was your last? The last one I really loved was, um, shit, Kanye isn't even really on it. It's, um, what, some of the good music shit? No, it's, um, it's, it's, shit, it's like, oh, what the, um, the one with, uh, Chance the Rapper. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ultralight Beam. Yeah, Ultralight yeah, Beam. Yeah, like Ultra yeah, Ultra that shit is dope. Yeah, but he's not even on it. Yeah. He, just, he just, like, he just says, My like, he just sings a little bit. My last favorite was, um, No Parties in LA. Because I felt like that, that was crazy. More, more to the core he, he of what bought, he does. Yo, he he had that beat for like seven, eight years before he That's the Mad Lib beat, right? That's the Mad Lib, yo. Shake yeah. that and ball. The rap, yo. And the rap, I could believe. Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? He, like, he goes crazy. Actually, 30 Hours is probably, I love that joint. Off yeah, like, Pablo's like that. got some of the worst songs he's ever made. And some of the, again, like, but the quality my control bad is very extreme. It's like nails on a chalkboard because it's a mess. And it's hard for me to listen to a mess. Even if I put Pablo on shuffle. Which is probably well, that's why I, I rearranged it. It's banging. It's just a man. And I don't like it. that. I, you know what it is? Like, you know me. I hold grudges. I hated that rollout. I thought that was pretty irresponsible. I, I thought you were it. trying. They were trying to play fans for fools. Maybe it wasn't finished. There's another version you can re-download. It's like DLC. Well, that, yeah, that, that, that's a mentally insane person. Right, and that's I, <laughs> yeah. and I was well, like the whole thing. Like he gave Rick Rubin a bunch of half-formed ideas. Yeah, and I was like, no. See, I'm like, you're getting. You're getting outside yourself in the sense of like, like take Dr. Manhattan. The more and more he got powerful, the more disconnected he got, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. Kanye is yeah. disconnected. So you think this is brilliant music, but it's like, yo, this is just a skeleton with a baseline. You're not even finished. Oh, this is great. No. This is great. Like, this is not even finished. So then you're, you're hiring musicians. You're bringing in outside players. You're not even producing anymore. And that way, I well, think he's the, going back the, to it. He has, the, he has the factory of literally people in right. rooms. So you're, working but you're, all day and night, and he walks in and, and and like he collects like all right, I'm gonna take this part from your but song. But you're over becoming here, more arms length. You become more arms length. You're becoming more. Yeah, well, I, well, I think more. I think to go back to the main thing, this whole like Sunday service thing, where it's like him on there the whole time. Oh, and like during the Coachella thing, he forgot the words of Jesus walks. <laughs> he, he had did? to start it three times. Yeah, he had to start it oh, three times. Um, and it's you know, uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering like. In terms of course correcting, when you're totally in, like when you watch Candace Owens, she she's she's another like that's a great example. She has a shallow person's idea of deep. Um, she's a totally just ridiculous person. But when you watch yeah. her on YouTube and you're like, man, I really want to like link with this person, and then you do it, <laughs> it's like I don't know Wait. if DMX had chance and gospel singers on a hill. And like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if you can come back from this stuff. He said no, because the thing that he exposed about himself was the thing that everybody kind of knew—that mm. he was a narcissistic, kind of ignorant person. Yeah. Well, he's a contrarian. That was too. able to hide. He's but let's, let's, yeah, let's, but let's, let's do the exercise. Let's just try. Let's play. Let's all three of us play advocate. What okay. did Kanye gain from trying to align himself with Trump at that juncture? Because we know they are their friends. Before. People talking about yeah. him. He he had a down cycle, no album out. Everybody talking about. Him. Yeah. But but talking about him in the wrong way, what like all publicity is good publicity. Like it was ridiculous, and he and he was making well, himself I mean, look. Well, I, I think he thought he was going to become a thought leader. Yes. What the fuck is that? Like, I, I thought. I like think he thought, he thought he was going to give a bunch of TED talks. 
Yeah, I think he thought he was. I think he thought he was going to be like. I'm, I'm Da Vinci. Yeah. I'm right. Steve Jobs. Yeah. You can't wow. run forever, man. And he showed himself. He wasn't so really terrible ever. Himself. Especially when you're a terrible rapper to be young. Ah. And it's like the same thing with his fashion shit, right? Okay. He wants he wants to not do the work and get the that's credit. That's my point. <laughs> Z, where do you disagree yeah. with me? Like, yeah, and that's right, what okay. he's trying to do with this. He wants to be a thought leader, but he doesn't actually read, do read, study the book. Doesn't read. Doesn't doesn't read every single argument on things. He only reads the one that's no. Like, he doesn't oh, read. He watches the he watches the YouTube video on the right. Cliff note. He doesn't read anything. Which is, which, look, I don't, look, I clipped to help me through, but it's like you still got to realize you don't know the full scope of this. You have to admit well, that. that and, and, well, I, that's why I realized, like, Candace Owens was a complete fucking con woman when, like, if you watched the one video of Joe Rogan for, like, 10 minutes, that's all there is. That's what you need to see. 10 minutes of him pressing her on climate change. And sure, her entire basis that climate change is not real is that she saw an article online when she was, quote, doing a deep dive. She doesn't remember the article. She doesn't remember where it was published. She doesn't remember who wrote it. And it just said that, like, oh, well, the 10,000 scientists across the world that are in agreement that climate change is real and it's getting worse because of human activity, it's actually a political hoax. And then so he was like, well, where is he? See, he's pulling up stats, numbers. She's like, oh, I didn't see that. And he's like, well, why don't you just say, I don't know about climate change rather than I don't believe it. She's like, well, I don't know. Uh, like, well, why don't you just say, I don't know? Cause she's like, because she's like, cause I, cause I don't believe in it. <laughs> and it was 10 minutes of her. Well, help me out here. Keep, that, keep trying to back. Why, why it was amazing we, to watch. And well, Joe Rogan is, you know, just some guy. Cause I get confused with this. Why do Republicans hang their hat on climate change? Not real. What is that benefiting them? Is that keeping the old status quo? With their um, the fossil fuels and shit like that, or like, why why do they go so hard in the paint with that shit? I'll let Alaska take that. I I think it's a mix of things. I think one there is a real sort of distrust of science. science. I don't want to say science. I want to say distrust of a certain type of culture that focuses on fact <laughs> right it focuses on and and i don't mean yeah. to say that in a condescending right. Way, right like i'm just saying that it's like you know it's basically the same people that like call anybody that goes to college an egghead right so there's right. this distrust of that right um of reaching beyond your th- your your means i think there's also so more, you know uh, the obvious element of a blue collar they uh, come bloody from, knuckle cat they'll trust him more than somebody that went to yeah wow okay yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. But you know, you, you so you sort of see that. I think there's colleges are historically liberal. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a distrust level there with people doing science. Um, and I think there's you know, it's basically just a contrarian take. They don't like what people on the left are saying, so it's easy to sort of vilify them to their base. Their base probably also works in um, fo- you know, there's a lot of work in fossil fuels in right. in conservative areas, mm-hmm. um, and I think that you know it really kind of just goes into a culture war sort of thing at this point. Like there is no real reason to hang on to it mm-hmm. other than right. I just don't. It's see a culture war. Like, right. I mean, that's ninety five percent of our politics in general is culture war. Check that off. You check your pro life box off. Well, we pro life, yeah. right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, all that shit. Like it's okay well, to also, be like, pro life. Like, like, but you can bomb a abortion clinic. 
but yeah, hey, your brain works, right? You know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like also like when it's it's when there's and there's people that like it's a real god fearing culture, and climate change is not brought on by God. You're saying it's brought on by CO2 and carbon footprint and all these things we've been doing, and it's like, no, I'm not fearing that. Because it, it's so, it, like you said, it's science. It's so removed from the fabric of my belief system and my church and my community and the things I was taught to fear, which would be like, you know, the book of Revelations. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was taught to fear, like I wasn't taught to fear, yo, uh, you're going to have to move inland because the coasts are going to be wiped out in five years. Right. Because of the shit we do. I also think for their base, there is the element of like, well, this is my livelihood. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I... I'm the one that would have to change my whole life. The people living in New York City riding subways aren't going to have to change their whole life. Mm-hmm. The people, you know, living in cities that have mass transit aren't going to have to change their whole lives. Right. We're going to have to change our whole lives. You know, it's like our farms are causing a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Our right. trucks animals. that we drive are yeah, causing animals, a lot of this. Man. Our animals right. that we yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, th- there's something to that there that is often not taken into consideration and just written off as like, oh, you fucking hicks. I mean, yeah, but even if you're an industrialist, you still get your raw materials from agricultural sources. So you can't like yeah. discredit nature because you're all into gears and clockwork. I think that's where it doesn't make sense. To you. You're in the smokestacks and coal and shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what you eat. No, oh, yeah. no I, want, I want to bring this back one second. I think we can wrap up on this subject for a second. We, we were talking briefly about Candace Owens and Kanye, right? And about culture. Culture wars. So I thought it was interesting when Kanye was losing his mind at the White House, you know, kissing the ring of Trump in front of reporters and wearing like a janitor's shirt and a MAGA hat. Yeah. Um, Because his stance was he was just, again, parroting Candace Owens, who has zero credentials and experience in anything beside being like an attractive black woman who is a contrarian on, on YouTube. Um, I thought it was interesting when they were talking the black the black exit, like the Blexit thing, and they were like, even Chance the Rapper, they were like, yeah, black people don't need to be Democrats. And I thought that yeah, was fascinating. If it was based on like, again, like studies, facts, a perspective. Well, it's too, there's, talking there's to two, a lot of people. There's the two prong thing about <clears throat> black people not being Democrats. The one is if you just look back and you want to think. You know, selfishly, which is fine. Have the Democratic Party done anything for me lately? Right. That's one. But the other yeah. one is mixed in with the propaganda of Republicans used to be Democrats, and then also about uh, mm-hmm. classism, like how much money you make, it probably benefit. But it's all getting mixed up. Like I was talking, like I was talking to the other day, and I was like, for a long time, I and still to this day, I get the terms confused: right wing, left wing, liberal, conservative. GOP. I didn't know that meant Republican. Like, I think people are mixing up because we're using these words more frequently than we ever have. And people are mm-hmm. putting their flag, you know, down and saying, I'm this, I'm that, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like the other part of Blacks not being Democrat is, one, we should just be that by default, y'all. Straight up. Like, you, you're born, you're a Democrat, like your mom. Like, you didn't think anything about it. It was a strict <laughs> class. And straight up. And now it's like, well, let me see what this candidate has to say. You know what I mean? So... I, I think it's just leading to choosing. So the bottom line is bipartisanship is really not, it's not the lick. It's just what we do. I, no, I, and I, I think you should say that for anybody. Nobody should be anything. Right. 
I right, so I, I thought it was fascinating when they were talking about Bugs and shit. But yeah, but see, here's the irony. That was that was the moment when Kanye blinked and was like, uh, no, 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 no. Wait a second. I don't co-sign this. I'm right. not going to talk about politics ever again. I was misconstrued. Yeah. I was misled. I don't know what I'm saying. I was like, yeah, but you were just at the White House a week before praising a fucking failed reality star judge saying he was Superman and he was your dad. You yeah. know, and he literally represented everything you and your family had claimed to rally against with your parents being activists and black educators and you yep. shitting on Bush. So for you to like go that far, I'm like, oh, okay. Like you really – you wanted to flip over and do something different. So when he copped that out and was like, no, actually I don't. I don't – And look, he was going – he shit. was putting his foot to the – like he was wearing a hat constantly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like yo, I, hey, at least I know where you stand. Right. Yeah. He was wearing that hat. It wasn't just like I put that hat on. Remember, I thought he was flipping. Uh, he said, "Yeah, it was like Superman's cape." When I put this on, I feel good with this. Was, I feel powerful. Then he was. He, remember, he was switching codifiers. Then he was going to wear the uh, Kaepernick thing, and then he was, he was going along. That he was wearing all of these um, iconography <laughs> things. That's what he first seemed like. Then he was wearing the yeah. hat like constantly and referring to the hat. It was like, yeah, you said it. It's making me feel like a superhero and all that shit. Like <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yo, man. <laughs> right? So what I'm like saying, it was fascinating, power. but like. I understood their point of view saying, yo, uh, we're, we're the ones holding y'all down and voting when 90% of black women voted for Hillary and 57% or whatever it was of white women voted for Trump. You know what I mean? It's, it's always been along them lines where it's like, yo, like we're, we're, we're the anchor of this party when it comes to major, major voting. And what yeah. do we get out of it? Like, what, what do we right. do? Like, you just take us for granted. So I thought that was right. dope. And then at least them saying like, yo. We're gonna flip the script. Like you gotta earn us back or keep us. Yeah. yeah. And then he backed down. I mean, it would be dope if there was some reality to it. Yeah, like okay. as well. That, right. You know what I mean? Like the idea of the Blexit is like six dudes <laughs> talking shit on fucking right. YouTube about it. Right. You know, it's, it's not like a real movement. No. And and also, if it was a real movement towards true independence versus like, all right, you guys aren't doing this, so I'm gonna go to this right. other ideologically. Right, because right. if I'm not mistaken, you know, don't like, the Republicans have like 18 people vying for their nomination as well? It's not just the Democrats with like the 20 people trying to get. No, it's just it just it's just the Democrats this year, but the year before it was. Yeah, it was you 15 know, oh, yeah, people yeah, with yeah, Trump. Yeah, 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 like yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, okay, so it's just like they go in cycles. Yeah. I got it yeah. because Trump is the yep. incumbent on the Republican side, yeah. so obviously, okay. All right, right, I get it. All right, so yeah, and he only has to he he's getting primary, but that probably won't last long. All right, yeah. so so now that we're, now that we're done talking about Kanye, you know, I think every single podcast that existed has, by law, to be available for people to listen for free. You have to discuss him at some point in the last ten years. So we're we're late to the party, but we did our best to talk, to at least touch on Kanye in a topical fashion. Yeah. The other thing is, and this is what I want Castro's help with before he has to uh, jet and do another podcast. You podcast whore. Um, I need your help with because I see this more and more now. Somehow, this cash app culture where people are openly begging for money for free from strangers. Sell me on why this is something that's happening. Like, what? What is this world? So the cash app culture breaks down like this. It's basically math, right? So people start looking at how many uh, followers they have per se, right? So say you have thirty thousand followers. So you just put up a flag. Hey, I need thirty dollars. Here's my cash app name. If you get a hundred of those people because they follow you because you're an influencer, and if you're like a girl, you're showing things sometimes, and they're attracted to you. So that's 
That's three grand. That's, you know, easy right there. Just like that. In a couple of minutes. But what if you don't math. have 30? Because the people I see do not have 30,000 followers. They might okay, have so, so 1,000 or 800. So some people do, like, so then people use uh, um, imagery that we all, it's my birthday. Send me $20. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Right? Right. So then, so then what, what ended up happening is because Cash App, even though it's just like PayPal, but Cash App has a more immediacy to it. I don't know why. I can't tell you. People think, hey, can you send, can you Cash App me this? I'll send it right back to you. And it's just hmm. like, it seems like it's more of a light speed currency, you know, because you can ask and somebody can give it to you right there. I remember uh, my mom doesn't live here. My mom stays in New York. So when she would send me money, it would be like Western Union. And I would have to get mm-hmm. up and go down to the Western Union and fill out the form. And then hopefully mm-hmm. she sent everything proper with the code word and all. It was a little more involved. Cash app is doot doot, press a couple of buttons and it's done. So I think people are just using it. And it, it, it is a funny culture. Like a lot of people just throw their cash app name up there. And if they're, um, if they're doing sex work online, I don't know why people don't realize <laughs> that that's going on. Yeah, a lot of sex work going on. Voyeurism and shit. Premium mm. account. So that's another thing mm. with the cash app. You start sending people $100, you get a FaceTime thing for like a couple of minutes or a half hour, whatever their rates are. And it's just so mad. It's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a slightly more expensive peep show. Yeah, exactly. So peep shows used to be quarter and 50 cents. And there's enough scumbags who walking back and forth because I used to be one of them on 32nd Street in New York. And they would pay a couple of quarters and then that's the night. Now it's like, hey. Five, let's do this. It's only $10 for my premium Snapchat where I still show you whatever. If I can get a thousand people to pay me that five dollars, now I got subscribers. So now they're, they're, they're with me. So that's five grand right there. Now later on, I ask, hey, you want to upgrade your membership? I'll show you some more. Half of those people mm. might buy it. Then later on, you know, people are telling people, oh man, you need to buy a premium. It's cheap. It's easy. Yeah. It works. So what? What? What about like just broke men that are just asking for money on cash? It's it's, it's kind of hard for us. So broke men, most <laughs> of the time, you gotta have like a chick in pocket or something like that, like some chick with a little disposable income and shit like that. It's like, yo, can you give me thirty dollars, twenty dollars? Ain't nothing for them. They don't. You know, we don't want a chick that ain't really got a blink when it comes to that type of cash, or whatever. Because you also want a chick that, yo, I need a hundred, and they can send it no problem. But it doesn't really work the same for us. You know what I'm saying? It really doesn't. Um. Unless you're a sex worker, to be honest. Unless you're showing your dick, it's not the same. <laughs> so, mm. women have Got a, you. Very good. have a leg up on it, and um, but it's out there. Again, I think it's the immediacy of it because it seems like it's so instant. People think it's harmless. Yo, send me five dollars to catch up. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? So, what do you think about this Alaska? I'm, I don't know if you've been aware of this culture. <clears throat> um. I mean, I've seen like people do like GoFundMe's because they need like a record player or some shit. Oh, let's talk about that. that. Let's talk about the quote unquote emergency GoFundMe. What's up with those? Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I think they're a scam, honestly. But what about people that reach out? You know, I think it's reaching out. They might need some help, and you know, what do they call it? The um, generosity of strength, right? People, it makes people feel like they're doing Mm. good from millions of miles away. Because I sent fifty dollars to somebody's dog campaign. Yeah, but then you see, it's the same people that are always asking for help. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like it's just basically like get a fucking job, man. But what about hey, work that <laughs> first few times? Like, I'm gonna do it four and five and six. It works. Like I don't know. Does it? It works. Yeah, but it's still it's still scummy. Z, where you at with that? With the GoFundMe campaign? Um, I, I mean, the, the, this is the thing that turns me into a hardcore Republican. 
Like, <laughs> it, it really, seriously, like, I feel like, like I'm a 60 year old man being like, you know, get a job, you bum. Like, like yeah. the people <laughs> right. get a job, sir. Get a job, sir. You bum. Like I, I, it's degrading to me to even imagine ever like, unless I had like a devastating life event that there was no possible way out of a fire that burns I, out of your apartment. Would you do a go? Yeah. Know, but like, like all your possessions go like, but that happened. That happened. I have insurance. Yeah. yeah like I mean, I, I, when I, when I used to rent, I would spend $9 a month for runner's insurance to cover insurance. everything I own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or twelve dollars a month, or whatever, um, which is not a lot of money. So I, I, it blows my mind. Like people just blatantly are like, "I'm you don't know me. Give me money because I am incapable of earning it." Now it's different if it's if it's for like nudity and you know peep show stuff. You're at least getting a service for you're that. At least, yeah, you know, you yeah, that's the same. Well, yeah, it's the same. But here's the question: If you if you had a yes. If you had a friend that every time they needed something, they would hit you up, be like, "Yo, let me some." Right. And I, I have, I've had, yeah, I've, 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 I've yeah, had and I have, I've had, I have a lot. Sure. Would you? I have a bunch of friends like that. How would you feel about them? <laughs> At a certain point, you'd be like, "Come on, man." It's funny yeah, because well, there's times I've, I've had those cutoffs. I'm in it, and it, it gets to a point. But it's funny though. I'll be honest with you. If I have a friend that pays me back right on dead on time, then I have no problem giving them money for years. You sure. know what I'm saying? But it's the other right. ones that, where it's becoming like, well, I don't know what you're saying, Alaska. It's the ones where it's like, yo, are you causing this all the time? Like, why do you need this? Are you the problem with this? Now you keep needing this money. And it becomes a self-fulfilling. Yeah. You're, a, you're becoming a, I think I stop when I when I know outright I'm a neighbor. When I know the money's not really helping with something. Immediately. Yeah, or, or even, you know, if you pass like the same dude on the street every day that's like, hey, I need a sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. At a certain point, you're like, yeah, fuck you, man. Get your right. own sandwich. Right. <laughs> like, I bought you a sandwich man, six days in a row. You're still I coming. By, like, I need a sandwich. You got, you got one for me today? Because I might need one by come Sunday. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. I got to roll. Yeah, or the, you know, the dude on the subway that's always got the same story. I got to roll, y'all. Uh-oh. All right. All uh-huh. right.